I really had a struggle all week trying to find a message, and many of them I thought of, you know, that's not it, that's not it, and it finally came to me, but I just dropped this in my heart on a Friday, and it's a simple little thing, and it's how I answer. Uh, the message that I titled today is called Driving on the Highway Called Life. And it's all about just thinking about driving on the highways through life with God's guidance. And the very first thing that we need to have to guide us on this road of our journey through life is we need to accept Jesus into our life so that we can start our journey on the right foot. And by confessing Jesus as Lord of our Savior, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> as our Savior, now we're on the right road through this journey of life, because we are in this world, but we're not of it, so we need to navigate through life with the help of the Lord. Other people, <laughs> but that's okay, that's part of the lesson. 
I know the rules of the road. So when we get a permit, we start learning, we got to learn what the rules of the road are. And we also have to, um, so in like ways, we need to know God's ways. So that's why we have His Word, the Bible, for a reference. So I was thinking of all the road signs that we have and trying to incorporate them into this spiritual journey that we're on. And I'll start off with merge. The sign merge. It's like you need to blend in and find your place in that flow of traffic. Get blended in. So we have to get involved on what God wants us involved with. In a church, get involved in a group, in a discipleship to learn, grow, and mature. And we also have to find our place where we're going to fit in with our gifts and our talents. In Ephesians 4.16, it says, if I get there quick here, 4.16, okay, it says, From him the whole body, which is us, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love, as each part one does its part. So we all have a part in this body of Christ. So we're traveling along, we're fitting in, God's showing us our gifts, our places, or where we're passionate about, where he's giving us these gifts to use, and now we're in the flow. And that also means being involved with worship together, like we do this morning. We have to come get ourselves involved so that we can encourage each other, and have that worship experience alongside others. So then I come to the thought of the traffic light. We've got the first one, the yellow light. I know it's not in order, but I like to do it this way because I think of it the way we go in our journey. The yellow light. It's telling us to slow down, caution, because you know it's going to change to red. There's going to be a change coming. It's like God will give us that warning and say, okay, you're moving too fast. Things are getting too hectic and busy. You're not paying attention. You're not listening and helping, having that time with me. So we, uh, we have to get down away from that fast-paced life enough to slow down and be cautious and be ready for the stop signs. So, and as I was thinking about it, slowing down and being ready, it's like I thought, we have to take time to enjoy the scenery too, but also being cautious and defensive driving. Did you ever see someone who likes to look in? Oh, next thing you know, you're on the other road, or side of the road, heading for a head-on collision. I know some people who can do that. It scares me. But anyway, then we have the red light. The red light, of course, we all know what that means, and the stop signs. Stop sign, red light, stop. And I think that's another thing that we need to just stop what we're doing after we have slowed down and we're cautious. God's sort of urging us and nudging us about things that might be hindering us. Stop. Think about the things that we need to meditate on. Things about the thing, think about the things that we're uh, reading from his word. Take time to quiet ourselves down before the Lord and hear what he has to say. This life is so hectic anymore. There's just so much going on. We need to have that time to just stop and listen for that voice. And it isn't always loud. It's in the small, quiet voices. And we can't hear it if we're distracted with other things. So we have to stop and evaluate. Okay, I'm going to evaluate 
who I am now in Christ. I've already made the decision. I merged in. I'm going cautiously, studying the word. Now I need to make sure that I stop at times and let God show me things that I need to see about myself. Because I need to evaluate. Show me your ways, O Lord. Search my heart. Show me if there's any unclean way in me. We have to start thinking, okay, allow God to do that. Then we go to Joshua 1, 1 through 3. That's where we have the green light. So this is after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord. And the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I'm about to give you. Give to them the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. So, there we have uh, Joshua. After Moses died, there was a time of grieving, settling things in of the reality of what had happened. Now there's a time to move forward. We can't stay in that one place too long. We can't stay drinking spiritual milk when God wants to take us forward into the promises he has. We've got to move forward with God. And if you're like me, I don't like to sit at the red light long. I want to get, let's go. (laughs) So, and sometimes this comes to the next thing I have, the speed limit. Well, I'm in a hurry to get where I'm going, Lord. I don't want to wait around. I don't have time for that. I want to get going here. Tell me what I'm, you know, I don't have time for all this little stuff. I want to just, it's just like, I used to always think, oh, I want to learn to do this. Okay, a couple of times into it, like, I can't get it, so forget that. Move on. I want to do something I can do, or whatever. So the speed limit is set for our safety and the safety of others. And I was thinking about how we don't have to be, uh, we don't want to get ahead of God. We won't want to be behind God. We want to go his speed limit. He's going to take us at a speed that's right for us. Someone else may be very mature in one area, and we're not in that area. Someone else may not be, and we are, but we can't judge someone else where they are or where we are. It's all in God's timing. God has a timing that is a perfect timing. We have our own idea of timing, and it's always fast-paced. Let's do it. I want to hurry and get there. You know? And... A lot of times that gets us in trouble. We get a ticket. So, the next sign is the yield sign. Instead of being uh, in control, I like that word because that's one of my things. I like to be in control of things because you'd be surprised how many things you're wanting to be in control of when you really look at it. Okay, so we want to be in control of events. We want to be in control of people. We want to be in control of everything that happens in events in our life. But we're not in control. We need to learn to yield to the Spirit. That means overriding our flesh, our emotions, and our things that we think about me, 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 me. You know? And it's also just putting other people first instead of myself. So when we yield to the Spirit, we learn to yield to other people. We learn to yield to authority. We learn to yield to His voice. 
The yielding takes a lot of time, as with anything, when we are in our growth in the, as a Christian. Because we are in a construction zone. We are under construction. And when you're under construction, it is like a slower speed limit. You've got to slow down. You can't go to your normal place. You've got to be cautious and just ever learning about yourself, learning about what God's showing you. And you know what? You're not going to change in an instant. None of us are done changing because there's all these growth processes we go through. So we're under construction, and God's dealing with us, and he's working on us. He's changing and transforming us. We have to start transformation with our minds, too, by renewing our minds. That's Romans 12, 1 and 2, I believe. But anyways, this is another thing I thought about construction zone. It's interesting how I'm okay with God being having me under construction. Be patient with me. I'm not there yet. But I'm sure not patient with someone else. That's where the road rage comes in. I don't know about you, but road rage is my big weakness. I can be like singing my praise music, yes, Jesus, love, love. And all of a sudden, someone cuts me off and races past me just to slam their brakes in front of me. And I'm like, I hope a cop stops him. God, get the cop down there and get him. Because I want him to pay the price. But you know what? How many things am I doing wrong that I didn't get paid? I'm not paying my punishment crime, my ticket yet. There's things that I'm doing that I shouldn't be doing. And which brings me, I'm going to hop over that one. I, sh- I had this in order, but I, I think that ties in with the, with the, uh, I saw this sign up on the, up over on Scalp Avenue the other day, and I thought, I never saw that sign before. I don't know if I have it exactly right, but it says, law enforcement area, speed, I don't know how it was written. And I looked over and I thought, I don't remember ever seeing a sign like that. Oh, it's like, it reminded me of like, oh, I guess I better go to the speed limit. It's almost like, uh, who's watching? In case someone's watching. Well, guess what? God's always watching. He knows what we're doing. We can fool others, but we can't fool him. So I'm thinking, aren't we more prone to, like if someone shows that there's a cop sitting with a speed radar gun, we're going to slow down and obey. The, we're going to obey now. We're going to obey the rules. But when they're not around, who are we when other people aren't looking, Right? So then we have the detours. And the detours are made sometimes from other people, like other things happening in our life, events. Things come into our life. We're going along thinking, okay, we have our mind of where we're going. We're like liking the, this is really nice, going along life. And then it's something happens to detour that. Maybe it's a loss of a loved one, loss of a job, your kids, your relationship with them. It could be uh, sickness, all kind of things that have us on a detour. But there's also detours that we take ourselves. Did you ever try to say, I think I have a shortcut that this would be better? And you go off and then you end up way out of the round, you're lost totally, or you end up back where you were anyway. It's like, well, I didn't get real far, did I? <laughs> so it's like detours in life happen. But as we look in Romans 8.28, even the detours that we take on our own, 
we fall away doing our own thing and not God's way. We're not listening to the Holy Spirit's GPS. We're going far off, and it's like we're the prodigal son, or things happen. So in 8.28 in Romans, it says, And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So there are always going to have, there's going to be times where it's not the way we planned it. It's like, God, this is not the way I thought things were going to go. I didn't expect this to happen. Now what? You know? We take that detour, but God always will bring us back on to the right road to get us where we're going. Then we have a road closed, do not enter. I think of this as more like God will give us roadblocks too, showing us don't enter, do not enter. It's closed, it's not passable. So let's not tempt ourselves with temptation and weaknesses that we know will give us that slippery slide maybe away from what God has. So we have to be careful that we're not going to say, well, would you actually want to take your car through a, where it says, no, it's closed? No, we wouldn't go there. But in our own ways of thinking, well, we can still go there. Maybe not. And the rumble strips, I know it's not a road sign, but I thought it was important. Because you know there's the signs of rumble, rumble, rumble? Well, you know what? They're there for a good reason. It's to snap you out of stuff. You're in distraction mode. If you're distracted by stuff, like you could be distracted by your cell phone, which we know that's not good. Don't text and drive. Do not talk on the phone or don't be, you know, distracted with talking and eating and putting on your makeup even. I know some people have learned that art and I thought, how could they do that? But anyways, the rumble strip is like warning you, wake you up, snap out of it. It's like God's warning sign, snap, wake up. You're in the wrong, you're gonna fall, you're falling asleep. We're, we can fall asleep spiritually we can be in that sleep of just like, whatever, everything's just going by, la, la, la. But we need that conviction of the Spirit saying, hey, wake up. Your spirit needs to, and you have to be in harmony with that. Um, the conviction of the Spirit is not condemnation. It's a conviction to show us what we need to do to get us to stay that spiritually alive. We have the praise and worship, we have small groups, reading your word, praying, talking to God, just getting together with other people. That also helps us get re-energized and awake. Probably gonna be the quickest service you'll ever have. Um, so I was thinking about all these signs. I hope I didn't forget anything. Did I forget any scriptures? <laughs> I think I did, Proverbs, okay, that's next, too. Proverbs 16.25 is the other one I had. There is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. That's when we're disobeying the road signs and the safety guidelines that God has for us, and we're like, well, I think I can get away with it. It's not going to hurt anybody. So why should I, I mean, I... 
who am I? Am I above the law uh, to do what I want? No. Because every time we disobey, it's not just going to harm us for our, keep us unsafe. It's going to harm the other people around us. It's got a ripple effect. <clears throat> so we have to think about all these signs. And think about it this way. When we, we need to learn to hear God's voice. His Holy Spirit is always going to be our GPS and leading if we allow and yield to it. Learn the rules of the road. They're not hard. They're very simple reminders along the way of what we need to do. And I thought this was cute. It's sort of weird that it came to me. It's like, we're behind the wheel driving. He puts us behind the wheel to nav- go through life. But we have free will, our will, to choose which way we're going to steer and how we're going to be, where we're going to go. We have free will, we have a choice as to which way we're going to go. And the last sign, of course, is the exit sign. Well, there are many other signs, but I thought I would be here very long going over all of them, but I actually have time. But I thought of the slippery when wet, bridge, you know, all these things are just like, be careful, don't slide into sin because you're getting too, like, you know, just be cautious treading. But the exit sign is the final, I thought, this is when we get off this road of life in this earthly world and God takes us home to the destination he called us to. Home. So, I don't know, I just thought it was odd because as I'm driving around, you know how your mind wanders around and you're thinking all these things, like, you know, we're always trying to, I don't know what it is in us, but we just want to uh, disobey the road signs, like the speed limit. I really wonder how many really stay at the speed limit. But we have this, we can't judge other people by the speed that God is maturing someone else. And we can't condemn ourselves for not going faster. God has his perfect speed for us. He has his perfect time for us. He has his perfect place in the body of Christ for us. He's leading us to the right place. And even when things come along that are not planned, that we are heartbroken over, or things that are, you know, we never thought would happen. Like I, people who've been with a job for 30-some years thinking they're going to retire, then it's like, pink slip, you're done. These things just come into our life all the time. But if we are prepared to allow God to lead us from there on, from that moment on to the next place where he's taken us, it'll be a good journey. It'll be a journey that's joyful, enjoying the good sights, while still allowing to, you are going to witness bad sights and things, and accidents on the highway, tragedies, but the ultimate place of our destination, home. His home is where we belong. That's where we're going. So let's enjoy the ride, people. Amen? All right, let's pray and we'll just go. Okay, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that you give us your spirit to speak to us, to lead us through life. We don't have to wander on our own and get lost and get detoured and fall away Lord, we know that you are with us always. 
Help us to rely upon you. Help us to grow and mature along the way and reach to, to the world around us. We just thank you for your word. Help us to take these things into our thoughts and into our heart as we navigate through life. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all.